Welcome to The Conversation. This is Gretchen. And hi, I'm Christy. And this is Conversations to Connect. You're listening to episode 21, where we will be continuing the conversation about dating and relationships. With our guest, Megan. Hi. So what are we talking about? Dating. More dating? More dating. Dating continued. Because dating continued because it's such an important topic to talk about. And it never goes away. It well, that's true. Ma- it doesn't matter. Even if you're married, I talk to people about dating and what was the idea of how you pursue somebody before you're in a relationship and how do you kind of make that relationship last. So. Well, yeah, because dating turns into relationships, hopefully, right? That's, hopefully. The, that's the end goal. <laughs> Following the previous podcast with our friend Gary that we had on here, we wanted to get the female perspective. Ta-da! Ta-da! And Megan actually heard the podcast with Gary, so thoughts on that? <laughs> I was blown away. I was nodding my head in agreement with pretty much everything he said. I think that when people are dating with that same intention of they want a relationship, they can really resonate with other people who want a relationship because yeah. we deal with mm-hmm. so many dramatic, chaotic instances when people just aren't ready. And if they're not ready and they're not being honest with themselves, sometimes they're not being honest with just the person or themselves, whether that's really a goal of theirs, whether it's yeah. a good time in their life to have that be happening. So I think a lot of times we don't realize that we're not ready until we get into a relationship. And so more often than not with myself, with people, my friends, with people that I work with in therapy, they're always like mad. Like if they weren't ready, why did they say that they were ready? Or mm-hmm. if they weren't ready, why are they on this dating website or whatever? <laughs> and more, she's like, yeah. Megan sitting here just nodding her head. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because it's true because we... We think that we're ready, Mm -hmm. and then we get into the relationship, and we're like, oh, oh, nope, not ready, not so ready for that. So can you, you're nodding your head. What do you want to say about that? Yes, I agree. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There's been a lot of times where I've just been very upfront, and I'm like, this is what I want out of this relationship. Yeah. I'm not saying the second we have to be super exclusive, Mm -hmm. and you are sleeping over, and Mm -hmm. you are texting me all the time, because that's not what I want, but I'm like, these are the expectations I'm going to set for us to eventually get to, Yeah, and he's like, oh yeah, cool man, whatever, you know? A lot of times it's basic respect. Yeah, totally. If you're thinking about a person, why not just message them, or just let them know you're interested in them? Right, yes. There's not these hard rules where, like... You're pursuing somebody, so then they get further away. And those are just a lot of games that people play. Well, yeah, what have your experiences with the dating rules or, like, (laughs) the dating games that people play? Um, So it's been horrendous. (laughs) (laughs) Say the least. (laughs) If you're out there looking, especially online sites, it's horrendous. It's 1,000% the worst ever. So I've been on Tinder. I have been on Bumble. I've been on Hinge. I've been on... Bagel meets coffee. I've been on. I've even heard of that. Yeah, one. that's it's a new one ish. Well, they're always coming out with new ones. Yeah. Are there different people on each site, or do you find that they're so it's the same people people on every single site? <laughs> I was like, so in Pittsburgh, it's the same people. In DC, it was a very you got a very different feel of like the professional people use yeah. this. You know, oh. plenty of fish were like you know the high school kids or like right whatever. Um, when I worked in community mental health, that was a big one for community mental health members as well. So, oh, was plenty of fish. Mm -hmm. Well, I think plenty of fish was one of the the first ones before the apps came out. It Mm -hmm. was one of the first web based ones that was free Mm -hmm. because Match and eHarmony were like, we'll give you a little bit of freedom, but if you really want to do anything, you have to pay and be a member. So, Mm -hmm. plenty of fish, I think, was the first one that was like, that's free. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then all the apps came started coming mm-hmm. out. So anyway, keep going. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you match, you swipe, which I hate. Ugh. Because I like purposely spend a lot of time with my profile. Like explicitly in my profile, I say, never been married, no kids, please no currently married men. Yeah. <laughs> and do not send me a dick pic. Like mm-hmm. this is not a challenge. Right. I just I don't want to see it. Yeah. Right. Like well, no. it's very aggressive, and it's, you know, if somebody's going to go and expose themselves in public, mm-hmm. there's going to be legal ramifications. Mm-hmm. Why isn't that the case when you're getting something unsolicited to your yeah, phone? It it's should just be. Gross. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, but so do people listen? No, because no. they don't read, you know. So well, like, and I've had clients that have told me that people have been married and not told them until after they slept with them. So do you want to talk about a situation that Hi, you Hi, my have? name is Megan. <laughs> Who's not my client? Yeah. Let's, let's delve into this a little further. So this one... No names to be used. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this was such a fantastic relation, whatever it was. So, situation. Situation. Yeah, relation situation. Yes. Situationship, so yes. <laughs> we, I had just gotten off of like the dating apps because I was like, this is garbage. It's a waste of time. I'm done for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was my birthday and my friend Christina took me out to an event in Oakland. And it was great. And I met a vendor there, and he was everything in my mental checklist. Tall, handsome. We had a lot in common. Found me on Instagram without me giving him my information. So I was like, oh, okay. So that was cool. Mm-hmm. So he started talking to me on his business page. And it was just friendly, like, oh, hey, how's it going? How was your birthday? What are you doing for Christmas? And it progressed. So finally, I was like, hey... I think you might like me because you like all my pictures. <laughs> yeah. like, and you keep talking to me. Right. Yeah. And it well, was, and that's an interesting thing, too, because I remember back when I, I dated somebody, this was a few years back, in my mind, when you see things on people's profiles and things mm-hmm. like that, it's like, oh, they're really close with their mom and they're into camping or this mm-hmm. and that. But I'll you tell you no from idea. that situation, like, no, you mm-hmm. don't know a person based on what they post. Yeah. Keep going. So <laughs> I was like... You want to text because I realize this is your business account. It's kind of weird. You can't like yeah. do anything. Yeah. And so I sent him my number and like immediately it was like, oh, hey, this is fill in blank. And we texted all the time. And I was like, hey, I drive past your business on my way to work. Do you want to grab coffee or something sometime? Yeah, sure. Why don't you come over before it opens and we can go get something to drink morning beverage wise Mm -hmm. and I was like okay cool great yeah so we did that and we met and a relationship happened Mm -hmm. and yeah you guys started like kind of seeing each other like talking Mm -hmm. on like I really like you and I want to interact with you and I want to see you yes and like were you going out on dates or it was more of a it was it was not out on dates because his schedule was atrocious Mm -hmm. as a small business owner and my schedule as a school teacher was a little more flexible yeah so that's why i was like oh i can come see you where are you whatever like he came over a few times but nothing like super exciting so i was talking to one of my sorority sisters because i was like i just needed to know you know because i was like hey i see that you're a mutual friend of him and me like what do you know about him and she's like, oh, he's such a great guy, blah, 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 blah. She's like, yeah. She's like, when he got married to this girl. And I was like, skirt, what? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, Meg, he's married. And I was like, come again? Like, currently? Or like, and she's like, yeah, like, they were married. They're- and when you get that information, what happens to you physically? Like, I, I threw up. I'm sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. it was, like, I called Gretchen. <laughs> and it was a mixture of, like, I want to throw him in the mall, <laughs> like tears <laughs> yeah. and like 
I was just, I felt, and then, like, I couldn't get, like, clean. Like, mm-hmm. I just was, like, so grossed out. Yeah. Um, so I was like, are you sure that they're still married? And she's like, let me call my girl that works at the courthouse. She's like, <laughs> she just so happens. Yeah, she's like, let me sleuth for you. Yeah, she but really this was. is, like, the legit yeah. life of women now. Like, why yeah, would I have to do that? Like, yeah. why do we have to do this? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, she's like, nothing's been formally filed. Their address is still the same. He's actively going home and sleeping next to his wife. And I was like, cool, this is over. Well, and when people lie to people, just let me put it out there. You're taking away their ability to make a choice. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's one of the most horrific things that you can do because it's very selfish. It's like, I have these needs and I feel like they're being served best by being dishonest with not only you, his wife too. I'm sure Mm -hmm. she didn't know. Or whoever else. Keep going. Yeah. I was like, this is so awful, like, we're done here. So Mm -hmm. I did have him over one time after, and I was just like, hey, like, before we go get coffee or whatever, Mm -hmm. anything you want to tell me? (laughs) I was like, I was like, are you going to murder me and throw me in the mon at any point because I need to make sure you're not a serial killer? He was like, the mon, by the way, is a river here in Pittsburgh. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Quick reference. Yeah. And I was like. You (laughs) non-Pittsburghers. Yeah. And then I was like, you know, you have a clean bill of health. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I was like, are you married? Have you ever been married? Is someone currently married to you? Have you ever been engaged? And that was when it was like, well, Megan, why are you asking me these questions? And I was like, mm, see, mm. that's not an see, answer. Answer yeah. the question. <laughs> and he looked at me dead in my face and he said, no, I'm not. And I was like, okay. You're a liar. Yeah. And yeah. so we went and got coffee and I blocked him on everything. Mm. And I haven't seen him since. Wow. Yeah. It's unfortunate because that situation, and I think later you did learn that like they were still married. Mm -hmm. They were, he was hoping to planning to get a divorce, Mm -hmm. but if he had said that to her. Well, and when people are in their mind planning for this or in the process, Mm -hmm. you're in no place to be starting another relationship. No, not at all. That's just, you know, you're not dealing with your emotions. And I can say like, personally speaking, I thought at one point a few years back, I'm like, okay, I've been divorced X amount of time. Like I'm starting a business, whatever. Like I'm ready to be in a relationship. And from a person who, like Gretchen said earlier, doesn't know that they're not, like that's a difficult position too. Because if you're like not emotionally ready, but you don't realize that you still have work to do, like that's a different situation than coming straight out and lying Mm -hmm. to a person. So here's the thing. If you're in a relationship right now that is not going well, Mm -hmm. you want to get divorced, you are dating and you're in a committed relationship and you don't want to be with that person, break up with them first. Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Get divorced first. Do the work on yourself that you need to do. And then enter into a relationship because you're not doing anything except burying the problems that you have or the problems that you had with your partner into a new relationship. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't, it's not good for you and it's not good for the person who you're potentially trying Mm -hmm. to avoid those issues with. That was awful because it ended so harshly and abruptly and it was so great to finally have felt like I was chased and pursued and like wanted and Again, with my arbitrary checklist in my head, I was like, oh my goodness, this is it. And then Mm -hmm. here's the kicker. Their wedding anniversary was my birthday. So he was working on their wedding anniversary and actively talking to me then. Yeah. It was great. They're out there. (laughs) Yeah. And I will find them. (laughs) (laughs) Megan's like, I'm a magnet to them. You know this. Uh, I'm a magnet. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, one of the problems, I work with couples a lot too, and in relationships, 
and the more that I learn, the more fascinated I am that all of these things are connected to our childhood. Yeah. And so you get into this kind of love relationship with somebody and that could last two to five years. But when you start to kind of avoiding your partner by, you know, being on Facebook all the time or going on trips or doing these things like you're not actively working on the unhealed parts of yourself. Yeah. And some people might be like, oh, that's like so hokey, but it's so true. Like we are genetically attracted to the people that draw out like both the positive and negative qualities of our parents. So yeah. if somebody is like prone to be feeling, you know, trapped because they had a very intrusive parent mm -hmm. if they're getting that from their partner they're going to like run and distract themselves in different ways and sometimes people distract themselves with dating sites because it's easy i've just yeah. found that a lot of people are just like well that's just the hookup culture and if people are on there they need to know what to expect but that's like dismissing their own responsibility mm -hmm. and being oh absolutely honest, you know well it's become something to do because those dating sites mimic social media mm -hmm. so much that they're like, oh, I'm just going to go on Facebook and putz around. And then it's like, well, that's enough. I spent X amount of time there. I'm just going to go on Tinder and see mm -hmm. what's up and just swipe some people. Like, I'm not doing this because I'm actually looking for a relationship, per se. I'm doing this because I'm bored. Or I'm doing this because... Right. Which is probably why a lot of people find themselves in texting relationships where they never meet the person. Mm -hmm. Or the very first time they're like, hey, come over to my house and watch a movie. And it's like, no, that's not, you know, in your interest to mm -hmm. be building a relationship. Mm -hmm. Yes. 100% <laughs> everything you've just said. <laughs> More recently, since the incident, mm -hmm. I have gotten back on out there. And I, I did, I met this guy and it was like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Like we were definitely on the same page. And he is like polar opposite of me. Like I'm just, I'm a lot. And <laughs> I'm very extra. <laughs> I'm very out there and you know I'm coming. No moderation. <laughs> no, yeah, there's no moderation back in here. Um, and At least people know what they're getting. Yeah, and that's, I mean, 100%. I'm always like, hey, by the way, the first date, this is what you yes, get. Hello. <laughs> With my yeah. fluorescent lipstick. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's been very nice, but we came to that point in the relationship and it's not like a dating, we don't know what we are. And that's the other hell that is my life right now. Yeah. I told him, I was like, hey, I really like you. I'm not trying to push you into anything. I'm not trying to trap you. I'm telling you that I've gotten off of all the dating sites. Yeah. And he was like, oh yeah? And I was like, yeah. I was like, you know, do what you want with that information. I'm letting you know that I like your friend, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he had gotten off the one that we met on. I just assumed that he also got off the other one, and he didn't. Mm. So, game playing time. Mm. And this is going to expose me so much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm listening. <laughs> one of my friends accidentally matched with him because I hadn't spoken about him to that friend of mine yet. Yeah. And I was really under the guys that... It was, was just me. Yeah. Was like, we weren't, we're not exclusive. We haven't had that discussion. But that's kind of where I thought this was going. Mm -hmm. And, like, he was very much talking to her oh. and me. That really sucked. Yeah. <laughs> because the next night I was like, oh my goodness, I'm going out with this guy. I'm so excited. She's like, oh, who is it? Oh, no, to that extent. So, like, yeah, yeah I was like pumped because, like, I, we usually hang out towards the end of the week because of schedules and like literally is what I look forward to. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh yeah, da, 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 he lives here. This is, and she's like, um, would this be him? And I was like, oh, oh yeah, that would be him. Mm -hmm. And she was like, 
I'm just going to match with him. She's like, I'm not comfortable. And I was like, well, it doesn't matter if it's you. It's other girls, too. Yeah. So, right. Right. Sure. Well, and I know somebody who that happened to one of her co-workers matched with her boyfriend. And so being on the oh other end of it, there are people <laughs> oh that gosh. don't know. You know Yeah, what like, I mean? P.S., I can't tell you how many times that has happened where, oh, your boyfriend, I matched with them on Tinder. Yeah, because, mm-hmm. like, we're in a relationship, oh. so I'm not on Tinder. Right? Like, yeah. I'm not on any of these dating relationships. Yeah. And the partner is on all these like behind the other person's back it's just well and here's the hard truth like relationships are hard work they are and when people don't do the work for themselves like they're just playing out all of these situations and i can't say enough to how much therapy is a great tool for that and just really getting in touch with what is it that you want like the single people that i work with they'll say well, I have to be online dating. I'm so busy. Mm-hmm. It's the only, it's way, the only way for me. Okay, well, let's try getting less busy. Like, as a society, like, we praise people for working overtime, for doing all this stuff, yeah. especially single moms who mm-hmm. have kids' schedules. To, like, it's just like Gretchen said, okay, I'm bored, so I'm going to check out this website. Like, how about creating some space to where your life is settled and you're pursuing your interests and... You wouldn't believe the amount of people you meet through other people mm-hmm, or going yeah. to an event. Like, the organic way of meeting. Well, <laughs> well yeah. I Again, sorry, then, Megan. Remember what I said about who we're attracted to. Yes. Keep that in your back pocket. Yeah. It's true, though. I mean, getting out, it's hard. I hear it now all the time. Like, where am I supposed to meet people? Mm-hmm. Where am I supposed to meet people? And I'm like, well, how often are you going out? Not just to meet men or mm-hmm. to meet women, mm-hmm. right? To meet a partner. But how much are you actually going out where you are potentially interacting with new circles of people? Mm-hmm. Sure. Because the very best way to meet people... So as soon as somebody like becomes single, who wants to hook them up more than their friends or sister-in-laws or mm-hmm. family? You know right. what I mean? Like, hey, there's this really great person. I want... So So how many people do you know that are new? As we get older, it's hard to meet new It people. is hard. Mm-hmm. It is. But it's not hard, like you said, to be in different situations. To be in different situations and to make new friends, mm-hmm. right? I mean, like, so, like, Megan and I became friends, and then it's just, like, it opens up. Because she had just moved back. She I was going to ask. She was in the D.C. Happen? area, mm-hmm. living in... Originally from this area, but living in... Uh, Virginia, mm-hmm. right? Fairfax. Working in the mm-hmm. DC metro area, yeah. moved back, and then I was, was that like, a "Tough transition, dating wise." So part of the reason I moved back single was because I had a, a very serious boyfriend there mm-hmm. who I loved and yeah. was like naming kids with, and yeah. mm-hmm. we were talking about getting a townhouse in Alexandria because I was like, "This is dumb. We're both paying this insane rent." We both work near Alexandria City. Like, let's just move in together. And we were very much having that conversation. And I wanted to move back to Pittsburgh. And I said, I was like, hey, I got this job back in Pittsburgh. And he's like, are you taking it? And I was like, well, yeah, that's why I applied for it. And he was like, I'm not going to Pittsburgh. And I was like, well, I'm not going to be a weekend girlfriend. Yeah. So, like, you know, what are we doing here? And he's like, I hate Pittsburgh. Ooh. And he did. Who hates Pittsburgh? Well, some, some people fan. hate Pittsburgh. <laughs> I was like, he was from Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> Capitals fan and right. bad oh, decisions mm-hmm. everywhere. Whatever. No. <laughs> Sorry, we'll, well forgive you. Yes. It's difficult mm-hmm. to relocate to if you haven't been here first because a lot there is a lot of established people. Mm-hmm. There there are pockets of people who have never like been outside of the region. So yeah. in New York City, in Washington, D.C., it's a very different. It I'd, can be hard. I'd say different field. And he sure. had been here a few times with us and he appreciated 
what the city had to offer, mm-hmm. but he was just like, no, nah, it's right. not a thing. And oh. I was like, okay, well, um, I guess this has been fun, but like, that's it. And even how that ended, it was like super traumatic because mm-hmm. he just like, he, to this day, I'm blocked on everything, but his mom, dad, and sister still keep up with me and his brother, his brother's husband. So yeah. Yeah. But, like they still very much keep in touch, but I haven't spoken to him until I was like, all right, take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think anybody understands the level to what that does to a person's self-esteem. Mm-hmm. And again, that's where like therapy comes back into play. When you own like who you are and what you bring, it's just like, oh, that's sorry for his lo- loss. Mm-hmm. That's terrible. Well, and when you're in a relationship, it is really hard not to take what happens in the relationship and how the other person uh, behaves, mm-hmm. responds personally. Mm-hmm. So yeah. whether you're dating or like for me in my marriage, like, if my husband is upset... I take that personally, right. and I have to concentrate on myself not to take that personally. Mm-hmm. Well, and Gretchen, I want to ask you too, because I know we've had this conversation before, your husband's upbringing has somewhat to do with that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yes. things that we've learned and how we've learned to interact with the world as children, and then we put that on our partner without our partner even knowing. And yeah. I know for you, there's been like aha moments of like, well, this he's isn't also my shit. an only child. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Well, Megan feels like an only child, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. Why is that? But I, well, I, we'll get there. <laughs> yeah. I, he's an only child, my husband, and I am the middle of three. Mm-hmm. So yeah. middle mm-hmm. child is constantly used to like, I was called the cat. People didn't remember my name. Mm-hmm. You know, the like, one. I know yeah. you're like, whatever you over there yeah. in the corner. And my husband was an only child. Mm-hmm. He was an only child. He was favored by his aunts and grandmother. Doted and like, upon. Doted mm-hmm. upon, you know, and and he still to this day talks about how much his grandmother favored him <laughs> and like all of these kinds of things. So he is very demanding mm-hmm. in the things that he wants and this is like how it's going to be and, and not like a... I don't know, not in like a snotty way, but again, in a way kind of like Chris, what you said. This is the way it is. This Mm -hmm. is just the only experience Mm -hmm. he's ever had. Mm -hmm. So I'm over here like, can you work with me? There's other people in this family. Because I'm so used to it. I came from a family of five, two Mm -hmm. parents, three kids, and an annoying cat. That (laughs) was not you. That was not me. I was not Dodger, the cat. And he was just, you know, sometimes it is mind boggling to him and, you know, over the years, we have had a lot of conversations about that, about you have to understand that it's not just about you. I want you to understand how what you're doing is affecting me, not because I want you to feel bad or because I necessarily want you to change, Mm -hmm. but I want you to understand. I want you to hear my experience and see it from my perspective. And that's a huge thing in relationships. Like, you don't have to fix it, but you have mm-hmm. to be Aware. sensitive mm-hmm. and empathetic to yeah. how the other person's taking it and know that your behaviors are on you, really. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, like, if this is how you're going to behave, okay, fine. Yeah. I can ask you to change. Kind of like we talked about in the last podcast. He mm-hmm. asked me to stop smacking other people's butts. And yes. I, I said, I is that why you're here? And I said, <laughs> Gretchen smacks my butt. I <laughs> if it's girls, it's okay. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Matt knows about it. Yeah, it's fine. Um, I have like 16 sister wives. It's totally fine. They're not like real sister wives, but like it's so funny. (laughs) But this idea of like, I want to make things aware to you of how they affect me. And he does the same thing to me now Mm -hmm. because I welcome it. Yeah. Because initially it was very much 
him being like, you're attacking me. Mm-hmm. And why are you telling me all these things that you don't like about me or that you want me to tell? I'm like, no, 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 That's not what this is. We're communicating. Mm-hmm. And it was this like mind blown kind of thing for him because communication didn't happen very well in his family growing up or this kind of communication. Mm-hmm. And also, um, PSA, this kind of communication doesn't happen in a lot of families. True story. It doesn't so. happen in the majority of families. Mm-hmm. It really didn't happen in my family either. And that's where... Well, and it's like, what does it mean when I do speak out? Am I punished for that? Is, am yeah. I rewarded for that? Is right. my voice heard? Am I ignored? Am I told right. that's not important? Do people am care? I- yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where I hit my stride this year with the whole, like, going back out into the world and dating. Yeah. Is I've... It's hard to believe. I was <laughs> very shy and, like... Very low self-confidence growing up. Yeah. For no real reason. I was just in like academically super strong, athletically very strong. And I think my parents did a really good job of keeping me grounded because I would have been a monster <laughs> if they let me go. I mean, 100% I thank them every day. But, you know, growing up, I was just so humble that I actually belittled. And when I came to that point, like you said, like where I mattered I, and I found my voice like, yeah. after not speaking up for things I wanted, like in friendships, relationships, uh-huh. whatever, I did. I started to speak up and that's really been, I, I coined it 2019 was the year of Megan. Yeah. And that has, I've like hit, I felt like I've hit my stride and that, you know, I've been very direct. Uh-huh. So I'm like, just that so there's no misunderstandings about where I want this to go. I just really want to make out with you, but then I never want to hear from you again. So, yeah. like, are you in? Can we do that? Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. Please lose my number. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not that that happens often. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> but if that's what you want, then that's what you want. Do you remember that article that we read? It was, like, the F yes. Like oh, if, yes. And it was something. It was in that pulled, moment, it's right. either an F yes or mm-hmm. no. Yeah, and it was pulled from a business model of, mm-hmm. like, if, if we're going to go into business together, if we're not, like, Hell yes! Mm-hmm. About the exact same thing, then it's a no. Yeah, and that by the way, really... that happened with this podcast. Yeah, it, oh, it totally <laughs> did. I remember like reaching out to Gretchen about like what transpired this podcast, mm-hmm. and I was like, and I didn't, I gave her no details. I'm like, hey, you want to do this? She's like, hell yes, I do. <laughs> But that's really important. Like, if you want to have a one-night stand, you need to communicate that. Mm-hmm. So, like, I really just want to, like, jump you right now. Do you want to, like, have sex and then be done with it? Like, I don't want a relationship or anything like that. If the other person's like, yeah, I want that too. Great. Then mm-hmm. we're on the same page. Right. Let's do it. It's the fear that gets in the way of, oh, I'll push this person away. Or they <laughs> yes. want to. Well, guess what? That happens sometimes too. And then maybe sometimes you're disappointed you don't always get your way. Well, and how many times have I said that to you? Yeah. Right? I mean, so and I say it to everybody. I say it to myself. I say it to other people because we are. It's, we're fear driven Mm -hmm. what if what if I say this and they say no Mm -hmm. you're right that is a possibility and then you know and then you're not wasting your time Mm -hmm. and then what if you do everything that you possibly can and you marry that person and you end up divorced like 10 Mm -hmm. years later so what is you know what's the give and take on what you really want you never know if you know what you want say it Mm -hmm. right do you feel like that has made a big difference for you I have there's been so many times where I've texted Gretchen and I'm like I don't want to annoy him. And she's like, Megan, would you want to hear, hey, I was thinking about you. I just wanted to say hi over mm-hmm. your lunch. I'm like, I would love to get that text message. She's like, then send it. Mm-hmm. Because that's the kind of relationship you're looking for. Mm-hmm. So you need to cultivate that. Mm-hmm. If yeah. you want to if you want to have those messages, you need to put that out there. Well, mm-hmm. and the vulnerability that takes, oh my gosh. So yeah. have so much courage. to the people who do that because it's you're like, okay, I'm going to put this out there. Mm-hmm. And there's a chance that there that other person's gonna be like no thanks mm-hmm. or that is too much like oh that hurts but again coming back to this 
It's not about me. Mm-hmm. Maybe they don't like these things. I right. tell clients that I see all the time, like, if you don't have a good therapy match, let that be the first relationship that you're like, we need to work through this, yeah. or I need somebody else. Mm-hmm. People are just like, no, it's okay. I don't, I'll I just like stick her. With it. <laughs> She's a nice, I don't want to hurt her feelings. And it's like, no, these are the areas where you can say, hey, you know what? You have blonde hair, and I don't like people with blonde hair. That's right. Okay, I'm so, not going to change that. I'm and there. I respect whatever it is that isn't working out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true because that if you are in therapy, the therapy relationship is a great way to practice those kinds of things that you're maybe not ready to do somewhere else. You mm-hmm. know, like I've never said this before to anyone and now I'm going to say it out loud to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and like how terrifying that is, but being able to do that hopefully in a safe space. And if mm-hmm. the therapist responds in a poor way, get a new therapist. Yes. Oh my God. Well, and horrible. start small. Did you start mm-hmm. small or did you just like No, I just go up. Yeah. <laughs> I just all <laughs> in. It was... <laughs> So this was my thinking throughout our entire whatever this is we have going on because there's not been a label. Yeah. I want a different result yielded from it. So I'm doing things differently, but still staying true to myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so like before, like with my last relationship, like I would text and he would not answer and I'd be like, oh my God, where is he? I hope he's okay. What if he was in a car accident? And he was just like, yeah, I saw it. I didn't know you wanted a response. And I'm like, yeah, I wanted a response because all day I was a basket case trying to teach these kids mm-hmm. thinking like, that there was something worried wrong. about you. And he was like, no, I was at home, you know, drawing. And I'm like, weird. Cool. Thanks. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, so, yeah. you know, that's like when I started this relation situation. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it started every day I'd hear from him morning, noon, night, like, good morning. How's your lunch? What are you doing later? And then that started to fall off. Yeah. And I was like, no, no, I liked that. I, I must not have expressed it well enough that yeah. I liked it. So the next time he texted me and he was like, hey, beautiful. I was like, by the way, I love that you call me beautiful. And like very much reinforced anything he did that I liked. Yep. Mm-hmm. So then that has now become our norm in our communication. Yeah, yeah, whatever this is. <laughs> And that's so important, I think, because that happens all the time is we'll be like, ooh, this honeymoon stage is so great. And this thing, like, I'm in now a 13-year relationship. Jesus Christ, I feel so old. (laughs) We've been married. We're going to be 11 years this coming November. And there are times, I know, right? There are times when. I do, too. You were there. I remember times when it's been really great and really easy. And I remember times when I have felt so disconnected because Mm -hmm. we are just dealing with like our own little things and doing what you're talking about. I still do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I still remind him and I tell him to remind me, like if there are things that are important to you that you want me to do, that you like, that you appreciate, tell me. Mm -hmm. Um, Yes. And actually working with couples that is, I mean, once we work through, you know, what childhood triggers are happening and how they communicate, it's make a list, sit down and write down these are the things that I really like. Because the other person might be like, really? I never right. never even thought to do that. But these are the ways that you can show me affection and love on a routine, consistent basis. And this is what I like to be a surprise every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Well, because I know that I'm not recently, but previously super guilty of, oh, well, they should know. Mm-hmm. The, oh, yeah. They should know, mm-hmm. right? Everyone's nodding their head because we all do that. And I'm sure everyone out there who's listening is like, uh-huh, uh-huh. There it is. Because yeah. we all do that. Like, mm-hmm. well, why do I have to tell them? They should know that I like 
when they rub my back mm-hmm. or they should know that I like, like he said it numerous times and I haven't told him to stop. So mm-hmm. he should know that I like it when he calls me beautiful. What girl wouldn't like it if she wasn't called? You don't know. Some people maybe don't like that word. Mm-hmm. You well, know? and also I can remember back to, I was dating this guy very briefly, I have to say, but <laughs> one day I came home from work and he was like on my porch and I was like, Oh, this is unexpected. Is everything okay? And he's like, well, I was just here to surprise you or this or that. And I was like, okay, I don't like that. And he's like, what? Yeah. He's like, yeah. no, girls like, like being surprised like that. I'm like, no, no. no. Maybe you can send <laughs> flowers to the office. But this showing is creepy. Up, yeah, no, that's weird. Not and like really yeah. cool. When we're in a relationship, like my, my husband, and when he surprises me, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is great. But like random people showing up, oh. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. And you also <laughs> might want to ask the person, like, do you like surprises? Mm-hmm. Is that so? So, again, getting what to know What is a surprise you. to you mm-hmm. and what is kind of like, oh, you're invading mm-hmm. my space? Well, and do you like it? And I, that's another thing, too. I think that, like, when we're dating people, we're worried about asking those questions. Mm-hmm. You know, we're worried about being like, well, what do you want? Like, do you want to get married? Mm-hmm. Because we think that if we're asking, do you want to get married? Mm-hmm. You're like, do you want to get married to me? Yeah. Right. right? Mm-hmm. Or do you, oh, I'm pushing this relationship. So, that's been the really cool thing that I've done differently this time yeah. is, you know, we sat down and we had a conversation and like we talked about five-year plans. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about, do you want to have kids? Cool. When is your cutoff date for having kids? How many kids would you like to have? Yeah. You know, what's your religion? How do you feel about getting married in the Catholic church? Like, and it was just a super open, honest, adult, mature conversation. It was like a six-hour conversation face-to-face mm-hmm. and it was awesome. Yeah. Like, I feel like I know this person better than I know some of my friends mm-hmm. that I've been friends with for years. Because, right. like, that was a super intimate conversation we were having about, like, parents and childhood and mm-hmm. parents' relationships. Yeah. And the, I think the thing that has been the best and the worst, my parents were married for, like, 46 years. Yeah. My dad's first girlfriend and only girlfriend was my mom. Mm-hmm. And, and then my mom and I are very similar with our dating relationships. <laughs> so, but, like... That's always been like the pinnacle of what I want to get to is mm-hmm. like, cause they were like, they're like, they're amazing. They're so like nauseatingly cute. Every morning, my dad would make my mom a cup of tea. Before she was out of bed, she had a little bowl of Nella wafers and a cup of tea beside her. Like, so that's the example, by the way. Uh, yeah, right. You have to if you're out there. Yeah. Well, and, they, uh, and a lot of people are so quick to be like, oh, the generations are different. They're really not. Mm-hmm. I've seen some really cute younger couples just like doing some really sweet sincere things and just yeah. like knowing people that I work with individually that are are in good relationships and people who have had long there are people out there that want that so the longer you're tethering yourself to somebody who doesn't mm-hmm. or isn't acting in that way it's just really wasting your time and your resources well mm-hmm. and again communicate that stuff you know yeah. communicate that you want someone to do things for you or you want someone to eat whether it's something that happens every morning mm-hmm. or something that just happens every once in a while I actually have a quick reference. You were talking about questions and those those relationship commitment type um, conversations are so pivotal for a lot of people. So The Hard Questions is yeah. the name of the book. It's a very small book. Mm-hmm. Susan Piver wrote it, The Hard Questions. Especially before moving in with somebody, these are the things you might want to, you know, Talk figure about. out. Mm-hmm. And the hard questions, like, that's what I wanted to get to in our conversation. Because, again, like, I'm just, you know, I'm 33. I'm tired of waiting around. Like, I know what I want out of my life professionally. I know what I want out of my life for myself, like, Mm -hmm. educationally. And, like, the part that's missing is the 
relationshipy part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I said to him, I was like, when was your last serious relationship? He told me. I said, how long was it? He told me. I said, what did you learn from it? Why did it end? And what would you have changed? And he, like, he did completely own his shit. And I was so impressed because, like, I don't like, know. that bitch is crazy. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> there was none of that. And I was like, that's hmm, nice. Why was she yeah. so crazy? <laughs> yeah, he was like, I mean, like, very much he could tell he had thought about it and had processed it. And then was like, if I would have done it again, you know, or if this were to happen again, this is what I would have done to have changed it. And like, I was never so attracted to another human in my yeah. entire life as I was in well, that moment. Well, and Megan, real quick, <laughs> say those questions again. Yeah. So for people who are like thinking for themselves too. Pen and paper, ready? <laughs> um, <laughs> it was, you know, when was your last serious relationship? I asked how many serious relationships he'd been in as well. And then what went wrong? How did it end? What did you learn? What would you have done to have changed the outcome? Like, like, what would you have done differently? What would you have done differently? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. yeah. each relationship builds on the next. Mm-hmm. They're Hopefully. all different. Yeah. Right. Every relationship that we have is going to teach you different things. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So before when we were talking about vulnerability and how, one, how hard that is to do mm-hmm. and two, how important it is. Um, I do want to mention that Brene Brown, who is a social researcher, she has a bunch of different books and also a recent a Netflix special. And Megan, you said you saw it. Mm-hmm. It's so good. It's very good. She's a great speaker. And so the way that she talks about really difficult issues comes across really easily to hear mm-hmm. because she jokes a lot. She's got some really great TED Talks too. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend watching the Netflix special, which is called a Call, The Call to Courage, I think. Mm-hmm. Also, I've been reading her book, Daring Greatly. And I've been reading her book, The, the Gifts Im- of Imperfection, because yes. you mm-hmm. stole it from me. Yes. When you left the room, I said to Megan, I love that Gretchen has so many books to read because then I can steal them. And she, <laughs> steal it. she takes I, all my books. That yes. was the book. I was going to read that book first because mm-hmm. it's like this. Yes. It's and like it, and it's amazing. 100 pages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Daring Greatly is not that many more, but it's like double. <laughs> it's like 250. But and, I like The Gifts of Imperfection mm-hmm. because it gives you 10 guideposts for uh-huh. living a wholehearted life. Well, mm-hmm. And, so and this, most people don't. And if you're yes. not living those 10 guideposts, you're not ready for relationship so if you want a stepping stone to am i ready Mm -hmm. start there well and that is the correct order to read them because that was the (laughs) book that she wrote first (laughs) then she wrote daring greatly so in daring greatly she talks about she builds on the 10 guideposts for wholehearted living but what's really great is she really delves into shame and why we all struggle with shame Mm -hmm. And why we all feel that we're not enough. And we've been talking about this in terms of loving yourself and struggling with body image and like all the other podcasts that we've been doing kind of leading up to this filter into the relationships that we have with other people, whether they be friends Mm -hmm. or people that we're dating. Especially if you hear that thing about shame and you're like, oh, that's not me or, Mm -hmm. oh, I'm not sure. The behaviors in which you're behaving compulsively with, whether it's eating or drinking Mm -hmm. or sex or spending or being busy at work, internet, yeah, anything, anything that you're distracting yourself from really truly sitting and being, that's what you're using to avoid your feelings of shame. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and feeling, not wanting to face whatever it is that I feel that I'm not enough at, which Mm -hmm. is what then fuels that shame. So she studies all of this. And talks about the importance of vulnerability and how much courage it takes to be vulnerable. And that is such a huge part in not only just loving yourself, but more so relationships, right? Mm -hmm. Because being vulnerable with yourself, okay, fine, I can admit maybe to myself, but to admit it to somebody else takes so much courage. Right. And 
That's been probably like the scariest <clears throat> thing is I used to, I hide behind my humor a yeah. lot. I hide behind my body a lot. Like I'll joke and I'll be like, oh, it's because I'm morbidly obese. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, and that's not okay. Yeah. So that's what I've been really trying to focus on is, you know, that's like loving me. And then like, I think I'm cool as hell. Mm-hmm. But, you are. And thank you. You're welcome. Uh, I agree. <laughs> and even like, so, like last night I was out with this, the guy and he was talking about like, he's not super pumped about him right now. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, you know, when I was in DC, I was a gym, you know, goer. I was, it was obsessive and it was not healthy or right. sustainable. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, I got down to the smallest I'd been since I was in high school. I looked banging. I had no idea because I couldn't see it. And right. it was just the next pound, the next pound. So like I moved back here and I put on the weight again and I was just like, you know what? Like, this is how I am. This is going to be mm-hmm. me. And I, I even said this to him last night. I was like, and I think I'm cute as hell. So like, if you don't <laughs> like right. it, then like you can keep it moving. Well, we've but. talked about being healthy and not trying to fit yourself into some unrealistic, unattainable goal. Mm-hmm. Like when it comes to shoe size, people don't try to like go three sizes smaller mm-hmm. or three sizes larger. Like it's just not sustainable. Yeah. Well, and that's one of the number one things in Brené Brown's book. She talks about that. Like, feeling of not enough mm-hmm. for women the top two number one or two it like goes back and forth depending on the person is our body image and the second one is just who we are as women and who we are as mothers mm-hmm. if if we are mothers and so that the top two things that we are constantly shamed on as women is our body mm-hmm. and if we're effective as as a mother or like why aren't you producing mm-hmm. i'm shaming you because you've chosen not to be a mother yeah. right and then for men it's strength right so are you being are you providing and mm-hmm. are you strong enough and are you able to um, be that strong man and save me from things. And, you know, as much as it is important to express emotions, society tells men not to express their emotions. Mm-hmm. We want you to be strong. We want you to save the day. That kind Well, of and what does Brene say? You know, a woman that can sit with a man and not use that against him because that happens. That's and a woman a that's done all of her. Are... She says that in the, the special. She says, mm-hmm. like, show me a woman who can sit there with a man who is broken and crying and doing whatever and doesn't try to get him to stop and fix it. Mm-hmm. That's a woman who's done all of her. That's a woman who's done her work on herself mm-hmm. and show me a man who, when the woman is struggling or like whatever, like who doesn't try to come in and save the day. I forget exactly how and she fix says it. it. Yeah. yeah. Like that's a man who's done the work on himself mm-hmm. and that's what we want. Or ultimately. I don't want you to feel those feelings. What can I do to make it better? Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. And in a a sense right Mm -hmm. that like whatever it is that's going on however you're presenting yourself I'm going to accept you as you are because I want you to be vulnerable with Mm -hmm. me Mm -hmm. and that's the thing is that's and so it starts early on like what Mm -hmm. Megan's talking about with these questions I'm going to be vulnerable and Mm -hmm. I'm going to be courageous and I'm going to ask you about do you want to get married do you want to have kids Mm -hmm. tell me about your previous relationships and I want you to ask me about them and I'm going to answer those questions Mm -hmm. because that shows me right off the bat this is the kind of relationship I want I want a relationship where we can be courageous with each other where we can be vulnerable Mm -hmm. we can talk about the difficult things Mm -hmm. it's important and that was probably like the most courageous moment of my entire life. Absolutely. Like, aside from giving the eulogy at my father's, you know, celebration you of life. Did? Yeah. Oh my gosh. And I don't know, I don't know, how, I still don't know how I have. I don't know how you did it. Probably pretty disconnected. Yeah. Probably with yeah. a lot of sarcasm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I was. But besides yeah. like that, this, I mean, like that was the first time I really sat down with somebody. Like besides like my girlfriends, mm-hmm. you know? right? And I just like 
put it all out there. And it felt like I was so terrified because I had this in the back of my head. Uh-huh. And then, like, I'm sitting there, I'm just, like, throwing back icy lights. And, like, <laughs> and I'm just like, all right, Megan, like, just do it. You got to do it or it's not, this opportunity is going to Yeah. Go. I, you know, I did the baby question and he bit. And I was like, oh, well, this feels great. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't as difficult and, like, as stressful and, like, as... Uh, well, and if thought. somebody isn't in a place to do that, it's not about you or mm-hmm. that person. You know, they're just not, and well, so you the, know that's right. not what you're looking for. Not taking things personally, it's mm-hmm. super hard to do that in relationships because we do. It's like you're not happy. What have I done that's wrong? Mm-hmm. Right, and constantly reminding yourself that you're not that important. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in, in the most loving way possible. Yeah. We've talked about this before too. You are not that important to cause everyone else's feelings whatever they are yeah right so sometimes you might be the cause of people's pain mm-hmm. don't assume that make them tell you yeah yeah <laughs> or ask them yeah if you're not sure don't assume and just act on that ask them is it something that i did and if they say no take them at face value because if they're lying to you that's on them not on you yeah yeah and that's been like a really like reclaiming my power yeah. thing because this guy again we just didn't talk for a few days and uh-huh. that was very odd and i was like Mm, what What's the hell yeah so like we were supposed to see each other on Friday and he canceled and I was like okay you are not allowed to fall apart you've done way too much work mm-hmm. yeah you were not going back to Megan 1.0 you were Megan 2.0 <laughs> right and like, Megan 2019 <laughs> and Megan 2.0 <laughs> has <laughs> shit to do hashtag living my best life <laughs> you know so like I was like you know and I really had a lot of, like, you can't do this thing. You can't yeah. fall apart. So Megan 1.0 just would have been like, oh, F you, whatever. I didn't want to talk to you anyways. Mm-hmm. And would have hidden behind that resting bitch face that I've perfected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, Megan 2.0 continued to text. Mm-hmm. And so I was just like, hey, are we okay? Like, a few days later. And I yeah. was like, you know, is, is everything cool here? And there was a legit reason why the communication had lagged and why he had to cancel and they were very valid and like again like I don't And your brain could have gone ten million different scenarios. I mean it did. It started to and I just had to be like hey girl come on back. Yeah yeah yeah. Well I talk to people every single day about when you're sitting there having those scenarios you're wasting time and energy. Yeah. What are you like not doing in terms of your work or your workouts or you're getting so consumed with those Mm -hmm. thoughts. Mm -hmm. Well we're also thinking of all the reasons why this isn't working right so like clearly he canceled because he doesn't want to be with me clearly he canceled because he's on a date with somebody else clearly he canceled because (laughs) right what we don't think of is maybe he canceled because he's sick maybe something came up right Mm -hmm. maybe something completely unrelated to me or like you know because that's what i think of like what did i say what did i do what did i not do Mm -hmm. what did i mess up like how did i create this Mm -hmm. and we all think like that and it's more important to say i'm not that important i am important to me but i'm Mm -hmm. not that important to somebody else that i'm going to create all of those problems for somebody else every single time. Mm-hmm. And it was hard because one of my friends who was not really pleased with her at the time, she was like, well, if your conversations are getting shorter, they're getting longer with somebody else. And like, that was uh, the trigger. Well, that's helpful. And yeah. I was just like, <gasps> and I yeah. was, cause you know me. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> I, you know, and this was right after I'd found out that he had matched with my friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so like that could have spiraled completely horrendously very quickly oh yeah and so like I still did me like I went to the gym I did my things with my friends but I was a little 
miserable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like I was still like, Megan, you know, this is not how it's gonna end. I don't want it to end like this. And I'm gonna keep badgering him <laughs> until he answers me. Yeah. And it was. And he was just like, you know, shoot, I'm really sorry. These are all very this valid reasons happened. that yeah. didn't involve you, Megan. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, I can tell you that that doesn't end. You know, when you get married, when you are in a long term, even if you're not married, if you're with someone dating in a committed relationship for an extended amount of time, years, that doesn't end. You know, like Mm -hmm. there are still going to be things where it's like, I'm going out. Where are you going? Out with my friends. Okay. And like you can tell something's off Mm -hmm. and you want to know. And then you're like, oh, no, what did I do? Or someone comes home and they're being short with you. And again, we oh, we just assume that it's about us. And mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. just not helpful. Oh, no, absolutely. And I know that this has come up in a previous podcast, I think. Or maybe it's just like my work blending in with it. <laughs> but like in couples counseling and also in individual counseling, when we're talking about their relationships, we I help people draw this invisible line. And it's like you can say, I'm standing on this line. I'm giving my all and I want you to join me, but I'm not going to like run after you or right. chase after you. And I actually have an excerpt from a book that I recommend to a lot of people about like avoiding, it's called avoiding and recovering from negative relationships because I think Megan, you could probably agree that negative relationships have all of the same features mm-hmm. and yep. it's like, here we go again. Yep. This is the situation yeah. and whether or not you're going to buy into that. So mm-hmm. Ace Metaphor is the author of this book, and this excerpt is titled Not Worried About Me. And he says, I'm at a point in life where I can't be worried about people whose actions prove that they're not worried about me. I can't give you any more of my attention. I'm sorry. I'm feeling grown. I'm at the you have to meet me halfway point in my life. That means that I'm going to show you that I'm interested, but I'm not going to chase you. If somebody wants to be with you, they're going to show you that. They're going to reciprocate interest. They're not going to make you jump through hoops and over obstacles to get to their heart. Those people aren't worried about you. They're worried about themselves. You are the prize. They are too. So there should be reciprocity, not games of cat and mouse. Remember, never go out of your way for people who are unwilling to meet you at least halfway there. I didn't know I was at church today. I know, right? <laughs> Preach. And Ace, oh, Lord. Yeah, right. And Ace is our preacher. I mean, it's so true. Like, remind <laughs> yeah. yourself of that. If you even have a doubt about that, move on with your You life. are a prize, and so is the person that you are looking for. Mm-hmm. And if you don't feel that way, mm-hmm. time to move on. Yes. Mm-hmm. I feel like on that note, that's like, and sermon done. is done. Yes. We are close. <laughs> thank you so much, Megan, for coming. Oh my gosh, thank Very you for excited, asking. and we'll have you back. Yeah, this sure. was yeah. so yeah. great. <laughs> Thanks so much for being open and sharing about your experiences, yes. because much I know that a lot of us, we don't talk about, we yes. don't have conversations like this, mm-hmm. which is why we're doing this. So, <laughs> thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Conversations to Connect with Christy and Gretchen. If you like our show and want more information and want to connect with us, go to our website at www.conversationstoconnect.com and follow us on Instagram. We hope this episode has given you some useful tips to create meaningful conversations in your life. If you feel like you would benefit from talking with a therapist, one resource is www.psychologytoday.com, or you can contact your insurance company. See you next time.